my websites have been removed from WordPress and I've been forever banned from their platform. Is this simply the totalitarianism we've been fearing or is there something else going on? Something happening now. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. At least I'm still on the radio. I have been, I've told you before that I've had uh, videos and podcasts removed from YouTube without explanation. And when I've pushed back on them, they don't even answer me. Same thing started happening with WordPress. And when I pushed back on them to give me an explanation, they sent me an email that said not only was MonicaPerezShow.com taken down, but all of my websites, all of my work taken down. I had a short time to retrieve the content, but then they were just going to wipe it. So thank you, Lord, for at CC Design, C-C-D-Z-I-N-E, who uh, tweeted at me and offered to help and saved my skin by acting fast and saving my content. But I'm going to have to rebuild those platforms and um, with his help, thank you. And uh, and it's going to take some time and it's very traumatic. And uh, unfortunately, when I pushed back on what they were doing, they uh, realized that my site with my producer Binkley here, um, PropagandaReportDaily.com, was tainted. So nothing, I never got any warning about PropagandaReportDaily.com, but once they realized that I was associated with it, they took that down too. Now that is a part of Binkley's livelihood, and he's put a lot of work into it. I put a lot of work in too, but uh, this was simply guilt by association. And uh, I personally feel like I was tricked and I'm completely innocent of of the uh, violations that are being widely reported as the reasons for this. I want to just blurt it all out, but I, I have been, this happened yesterday. This all hit the fan yesterday and when I normally prepare for the show and I've just been uh, incensed and uh, overwhelmed by it all. And I, and the, the story, it's really interesting. I really, uh, I, I'm going to read you the email, the emails they sent me a few months ago that I really feel tricked me into, uh, staying the course and standing by what I wrote, defending it. And, um, actually it wasn't even anything I wrote. So let's, let's get into it. I want to peel, uh, the onion on this and, um, tell you what happened. It's an interesting and informative story and has a lot of implications. I mean, as I was trying to research other stories from the week, uh, stuff that the mainstream media I didn't think was addressing um, with any kind of critical analysis, I went to some of the sites that I have learned to trust for, although like nine out of 10 times, I don't agree with their politics or and sometimes don't agree with their conclusions or whatever, but I value their research and their analysis. And a, an example of that was American Everyman, who uh, I, I, there was something in the news this week that I thought was uh, something he could give his unique perspective on. And when I went to find him, he was completely gone. I did notice that he's trying to resurrect himself. He is resurrecting himself. It's not 
ready yet. My site isn't either at nomadicEveryman.blogspot.com. But I wonder how long those those uh, platforms will last. So I was looking for, uh, and he wasn't the only one. There were numerous ones. I know Binkley has a list too of sites that I want to hear from to try to get to a deeper truth than the official narrative that I feel uh, you've a- we've actually played parodies. I think Conan O'Brien is the most famous one of how news stations just read the exact same copy that comes across their telex machine probably most of the time from the government or a news agency that gets the official narrative and just rewrites it as an article. So when I try to do the deeper re- research, these guys are gone. And uh, and my stuff, thank goodness, uh, I, I got it, but my work is mostly on this show, so you're going to hear my opinions. Uh, but these guys, their livelihood, their outlet, the value they add to journalism, analysis, the political discourse, while often uncomfortable. I mean, this stuff I have found numerous times. I just, I can't even visit uh, the the deeper sites on a uh, you know every single day because it is uncomfortable. It's um, depressing sometimes, but we absolutely. But I never uh, visit and revisit sites that I don't think have uh, provide distinguish between when they're trying to report facts and what they are reporting as their opinion and offer some evidence and some reasoning for the facts and the opinion and that I have discovered over years of doing open source research myself and of absorbing these particular sites or um, sites on the whole, I have used my judgment to determine who has a, a good faith approach to reporting the news. And it's actually the same approach, and I've talked about this before, that the CIA uses. 80%, I've read, 80% of their intel is open source. And so they get, they hear chatter, whatever. They're not planting people to find information. And they assess it in two ways. The, The plausibility of the information and the credibility of the source. And that's what I do. I use my reason. That's the only way democracy can actually function or it's not real. So by saying we can't be trusted to use our judgment to assess these things means that we are not competent to engage in democracy. Maybe true, maybe not true, but they're not saying that's what they're trying to do. They're not saying they're trying to undermine democracy. And that's what I think they are. They're neutering it. And that is what gave rise to my latest coined term. Uh, democracy is the opiate of the masses because, and I actually said that to a doctor recently. I was like, just, you know, if you're, if you're going to, whatever, give me a (laughs) check a mole or something, you're going to hear what I think about what's going on in the world. And the guy said, I, I said that to him and he said, do you mean that it, you know, cause he's a doctor. So he's like opiate. Does that mean that it numbs you or it, um, oh, what did he say? Did it numb you, anesthetize you or addict you? And I think it's both. And of course it's a diversion for, for when you're bored, but by taking the content out of the political discourse, engaging it is form over function. It's the form over the content. It's there simply to get you to believe that your 
uh, a part of the body politic. But if they keep you from understanding what the real issues are, they neutralize you in that way, then you're just a tool. And uh, I, I, frankly, I'm happy that I uh, am able to think clearly again because yesterday I was just, uh, I was absolutely seeing red. So anyway, that's my basic impression of what's going on. But there's there, um, there's so much to it. And what's really the kicker Binkley here had a genius idea of what is going on. Because I thought this is just totalitarianism on the rise. It's happening faster than I expected. Uh, but Binkley, you had a uh, really scary, but I would say highly uh, plausible insight. Can you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What do you think's really going on and why? Well, the people they're censoring, there's another common factor, and that's that they're censoring the people that ask questions. So when they see a news event, the, the critical analysis has been purged from the Internet. And, and I, is, I may I interject that all I did was ask a question, what is this, question mark? Right. And, that, and yeah. I showed a picture. Exactly. So and you, that's it. And that's why I got purged, I think. I based on those circumstances, it was legitimate to ask that question. But... This is something that they do leading up to wars, and the reason they do it is because they do not want any critical questions that undermine the unity narrative that they have to have in order to get acceptance for a war. And by removing all the conspiracy theorists, quote-unquote, they remove the people who traditionally ask those questions and bring the conversation into the public. And you know what almost always starts a war? There's a there's a really... Uh, really telling video that I posted on my website, which I cannot refer you to now in my glossary uh, of a guy at one of these Washington think tanks, I think for, you know, Near East Affairs or something, but just your classic Washington think tank, CFR associated, no doubt. The guy got up and said, uh, there are, every war is started by a false flag from, or provocation from Fort Sumner. Is it Sumter? Uh, to uh, to the Lusitania, um, and we need to do something like that to start a war with Iran. That's literally like in recent history. This guy did that a few years back, and uh, and that's what starts wars. And that was the other thing that you said. Yeah, and all the people who would question that and who might call that to light are removed from the internet now. So that's why this website that I'm the only one I mentioned by name, but I'm happy to mention any of them by name. If you want to call and tell me about your website, as long as it's not trolling, um, that's an invitation to troll. Sorry about that. But, um, which of course is going to be the next attack because I'm one of the very few people who has a platform. I want to talk about that too. I, my platform remains standing and I can talk about this stuff. I can't think of a single other website that got lost that, um, that has a, that it isn't their primary platform. But this American Everyman, now nomadiceveryman.blogspot.com, he is a genius at uh, identifying false flags and explaining uh, how, you know, what the telltale signs are and what the objective is. So he would be the guy, the first guy you want to take down. Another guy who, I don't know if his, I don't think he was on WordPress, but I heard James Corbett, who's, also a great um, online journalist, 
mentioned that Scott Horton, who runs antiwar.com, was censored either on Twitter, I don't know, and Daniel McAdams from the Ron Paul report. I got to take a quick break, though. Um, there's just too much to, to cover. But those are the guys who would um, point out the the fabrications that would justify war. Uh, you could tweet at me at Monica Perez Show for as long as that lasts. Monica Perez. Your show is the grand prize for so many of us. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Well, thankfully, we uh, still have a show. (laughs) Good thing this isn't um, just an online broadcast because between YouTube and WordPress, which are the platforms that we use, we would uh, no longer have access to the public domain, which is a little bit tricky because this WSB is FCC regulated and they have never put any restrictions on me except for to distinguish facts from opinion and offer evidence and reason so uh, just to make my case that that's not even a requirement just distinguishing fact from opinion is a basic fundamental requirement and I always live up to that but WordPress took me down uh, completely I'm laughing now. I don't know why, because it was like uh, very stressful. But I'm happy because at CCDZINE um, saved my stuff. Thank goodness. So I will be back online. Uh, But it's funny because I really feel like this problem, this censorship problem is going to spark calls for and is already sparking calls for what was a fairness doctrine, but like regulation, government interference in uh in the internet and i know the people don't want it i get phone calls all the time saying no we don't want that but it's coming down from the top from the government from the media on the right saying oh we need to do something about this so this issue is very complicated uh but binkley has a funny tweet for me so give it to me binks okay this tweet is from dvd who says everything has a downside At the end of the day, I like the idea of a privately ran platform to use as an outlet for your message, but private platforms can tell you to shove your First Amendment right where the government, whereas a government ran platform would not be able to not be able to do that. It sucks assuming that they shut you down for your message, but as a libertarian, they have every right to. All right. That's a long one. And I have a lot to say about that, about the distinguished distinction between public and private, what the laws are, and my position as a libertarian. So let's get to that. I am absolutely open to calls and comments, 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. Although, football's coming. So, uh, uh, last year I had um, basically any weekend you could find me on WSB on a Sunday. So, I'm going to try to figure out if there's a solid time you can count on for that. But... uh, and I used to be able to direct you to my websites uh, so that you could find, if you missed the show, you can find the podcast. Those websites were uh, banned by WordPress without any warning. Um, I barely had time to retrieve my content. Uh, but thanks to at CC Design, D-Z-I-N-E, um, 
I can, I, he's going to help me rebuild and I can use those same URLs, which is MonicaPerezShow.com and PropagandaReportsLA.com, but it's going to take some time. Um, I think I'm going to work hard. We're all going to work hard. And, uh, what we're, but, but what I had to do even just to bypass WordPress, I had to clear my browsing history. Did you have to do that, Binkley? My producer Binkley's here, of course. And he's suffering from this because he does the Propaganda Report Daily stuff and donations to PropagandaReportDaily.com finance his equipment and all the other stuff he has to do. So this is actually interrupting uh, the financial support for all the podcasts we do offline and stuff. So, And I, I know other people who don't, who have that, who actually depend on their websites are really suffering. But anyway, I'll let you talk now. Clear the cachet. What do you mean? The browsing history. I just went to history and I had to clear it because anytime I went to MonicaPrezShow.com, it redirected me to the previous primary oh, yeah. domain, which is a WordPress URL. Yeah, I probably would have to do that. So I had to do that with all of my browsers, Chrome, Safari, Firefox, and then it worked. But if you don't do that every time you now, even now, even now that I've moved off WordPress, it'll say WordPress. Uh, it's just is, a reminder that you're, you're in the gulag now. You're dangerous. This this site is dangerous to your your computer. Yeah, it makes like it I, sound like it's going to poison your computer. Yeah, when like you it's type a virus. Yes, that's what it says. Like half the time it doesn't say WordPress banned these people. It says that it says this person did not configure its website properly and now you're da it's dangerous. Yeah. Self-destruct so in 5 seconds. Leave the site now. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I will tell you when I'm on. Um I'm still available on Twitter at Monica Perez show. Let's hope that lasts. And Gab, Gab by the way, Microsoft uh, removed Gab Gab.ai's app from the Google Play Store, so they are getting some tech yeah. tyranny as well. I have some thoughts about Gab that fold into this bigger story I'm going to get to uh, shortly, but <clears throat> excuse me, I right before the break you read a post that it was actually from Brandon and um, I noticed it earlier and I, I wanted to address it. What it said basically was that these are private platforms and they, can, they don't have to respect my First Amendment rights. And I Totally, uh, I believe private property rights are sacrosanct. So if a guy ran a bar and said, no chicks over 120 pounds allowed, I would have to walk away. You know, so not much, not by much, but <laughs> just I'd have to walk in. I think. Yes, you would, you would make it, you would make the cut. Uh, but anyway, um, so I believe private property rights are sacrosanct. They're, they they are higher than the government. It comes after that. You you have private property over your, yourself, and your property is yours. Government is an extension of your right to defend those things. It cannot trump those things. However, uh, these and and actually, my objection isn't it really isn't with the first amendment issue here is that I had a contract with them, which I had paid. I was paid up on all of that. And I agreed to terms of service, which they changed and I'm not in violation of them anyway. So what they did to change it, I'm still not in violation. They did not, they did not identify what it was. And, uh, I believe that I, if, if I were permitted my day in court, because, you know, I don't know how far up it would have to go, maybe the Supreme Court, which can deny 
a hearing to anyone for no reason. But imagine the, the resources I would have to commit to that to fight that my contract is being violated. Uh, and even if they said we can terminate you for any reason, that that has often been held not not acceptable, right? So if you violate somebody's fundamental rights, you can't just have an, an any reason whatsoever clause in your contract. Um, and they're going to refund my money, but they're not going to refund the damages of lost, you know, interrupted service. They told you you couldn't even talk on their forums. Oh, I didn't even see that. Th- didn't you say I, it said like you can't even you're not even allowed to communicate on our help forums. Wow, I'm going to read. Uh, I'll read it That's on what the I air. It said. I'm going to read it in a second on the air um, or during the show. But I did want to respond to Brandon. Um, I love this. First of all, I mean, he's he's like, I know you know this. It's not like he's challenging me. I get like all sorts of nastiness, which is just crazy. I get nastiness from people who think I'm like uh, controlled opposition, which is truly hilarious, and people who. Uh, I got one Trump supporter was was like, good. I'm glad they took you off because you spout so much BS. I was like, but is that really what you want? You know, and uh, and then I just I get uh, nothing but guff from the left, of course, who thinks, you know, whatever terrible things about libertarians. So but but I did have a few points about whether it's private or what my position is on that. Uh, a lot of these big tech companies um, and, and benefit from government subsidies with their their actual tech or pieces of tech that they rely on that were developed by the government, often under the guise of the Department of Defense. But beyond that, DARPA, the Defense Department Research Arm, takes credit for creating the Internet and they disseminated it at public universities. So I, I would argue, and now they have a monopoly on it. It's the only thing that we have access to from what I can tell. I can't figure out anything different from this that we own the platform because it was paid for by our tax dollars. And I don't, I don't support government research of any kind. I think it's, it's exactly this. It's a problem. They, they crowd out the, anybody private who might have erected something like this isn't, can't because the government has all that power and money to move quickly. And then they have the public university system to uh, make it the only game in town. I mean, these are reasons why I don't consider these strictly private companies. It's not a piece of land with a, a podium on it where a guy can say whatever he wants as long as it doesn't travel off his property. You know, it's just not, it's not really, I, I feel like it's not private property. Yeah. And there were members in Senate, there were Democrats in the Senate and the mainstream media, they all worked together with these tech companies to make this happen. So there were a lot of government influences. Oh, in yeah. That. There you go. So the government is pressuring and that in itself is unacceptable. Uh, there's another argument that I actually would not I don't support this this law, the precedent, but it is the precedent. And that is. You can't call upon the government to protect your private property rights if you're using that private property to deny somebody free speech. So I believe this is why if you go to Publix, there can be political petitions or even beggars outside the door. I'm not sure about the beggars, but I've I, I, I've begged outside Publix plenty okay. of times. Really? No, I, don't, I don't know if I want to know, <laughs> but certainly political petitions. They can't call the police on you even on their private property. And for me. Uh, I would say that I think it's self-evident, not common knowledge, that WordPress and Twitter and all these things, they have patents. 
if you could just use their patents without them having patent protection, you could compete with them more easily. Uh, but they have patent protection. They rely on the government to protect those patents, and it's what gives them their dominant market position. And then they're using that government-protected platform to deny free speech. I, I don't I don't even believe in patent protection. You know, I don't believe in these laws, but I, I have to suffer the consequences of our legal system. So given, you, you can't suffer the consequences, but give up all the protections that you need within that system. So I don't promote those laws, but I would say there are many arguments under which I would win this. And specifically, the argument WordPress cited to encourage me to stand my ground. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for that? Yeah, they baited you, didn't they? You want to hear it, Binkley? You ready? Let me hear it. All right. So in April, I received several of these notices. This is what happened a long time ago, I don't know, a couple of years ago. There were, see, it's a little towards the, uh, I, I need some time for this. Let's try to take it slow. It's oh, fresh. I'll start. I'll start. Yes. I, <laughs> I'm not like emotional. I'm just, I, I'm just still kind of in a state of excited. While people are waiting, you can go visit Antifa's many websites that are still on WordPress. Well, oh, well, Alex Jones is back. So Alex Jones dragged us all down and for the exact same reason. And then he popped back up and we were all. Is he on WordPress? No, I, I don't think so. Like that. That's the thing. It doesn't. The big Alex Jones thing created this acceptability of all big tech suppressing free speech based on a single thing, and it was this. A couple of years ago, uh, a picture of Noah Posner, the Sandy Hook victim, uh, the picture that was disseminated after Sandy Hook by the family, I assume, that's where they got the picture, was presented by the BBC... Uh, in two places. One, it was on a wall of pictures of victims of the Pakistani school massacre. And another time, it was in a picture of a woman holding the picture and during candlelight vigil with a very sad face on. Um, the implication being that was the mother of this child who was a victim of the Pakistan school massacre. And he had a different name. It wasn't Noah Posner, although it was the same picture of him in a brown leather jacket. But he was given a different name. And I posted it saying, this is crazy. This is crazy. And then explained what it was exactly. And so, my speculation, what? So you saw that picture that they use that same picture at Sandy Hook. And then a few years later, you see the same picture again with a different name in a different country. Yes, the identical image. And I know it was the identical image because that's the foundation of this dispute that I had with WordPress. So I thought it was so insane because I know they can take things off the Internet. So if there was some kind of hoax or psyop surrounding Sandy Hook, why would the BBC not take this stuff all down? Like, why is it making the entire it, the rounds of the world? So that's what I was saying. I put it up and I said, what the heck is this picture doing? I don't get it. I thought it was what they call a barium swallow test, where if you swallow barium, it can like show up on an x-ray if you have an ulcer or something and it just show it shows it traveling through your body and i thought this was a way to show how fake news or a conspiracy theory or even a false flag evidence of a false flag travels around the world that as that picture popped up they could see they that it was just like an experiment i said that many times on the air on our podcast probably in that article which i can't access because wordpress took it down um so that's what I did. 
And then I'll tell you what WordPress did and why I didn't think it was a big deal until I lost everything. I'll tell you about that after the break. Um, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You could, call, you could tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Thank you so much for dragging me down the rabbit hole. <laughs> On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. Wonder if that kind of thing could get me in trouble now. Uh, I uh, So I want to read to you, I have a little time, uh, this notice I got from WordPress. So I told you before, I posted this picture of Noah Posner, under who was being represented by the BBC under a different name as a victim of the Pakistani school massacre. So I posted an article that said, this is crazy. I was very careful not to make any assumptions or anything. I thought it was some kind of psychological operation to try to see how things traveled around the world. I didn't know why they did it. The BBC is owned by the British government. I don't know. So I got this letter from WordPress in April that said, uh, we have received a DMCA notice. I should probably know what that means. It's called a takedown notice um, for material published on your WordPress site. Normally, this would mean that we'd have to disable access to the material However, because we believe that this instance falls under fair use protections, we will not be removing it at this time. Uh, Section 107 of U.S. copyright law identifies various purposes for which the reproduction of a particular work may be considered fair, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. You can learn more about it here. And it shows three links where I can learn about my fair use protections and how I fall under that category. While we believe that your use of the material is protected and we have fought for our users uh, in similar cases in the past and they wrote what the case was with the link. Uh, Please keep in mind that the complainant may choose to continue to pursue this matter, perhaps directly with you. If you would prefer, you are still able to delete the content from your site yourself. Um, I'll read you the rest of the article, who the complainant was, what he was talking about. But just so you know, at first I did take, I took the first time I got one of these notices, I took the picture down out of courtesy to the person who didn't like it without a second thought. I was like, eh, they're chilling me, whatever. But then when I got this notice or several, two more notices, I think I had three pictures all together, uh... With all this legal stuff telling me that they are going to defend my right, I figured, I, so I wrote back, I said, okay, I'll wait. Let me know what 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 comes of this. So I'm going to tell you the rest of what came of it. <laughs> After the break, uh, you can tweet me at Monica Perez Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.